Hey, what's happening everybody? Welcome back to Mental Health Casual. I am Lucky and today we're going over to, I think this might be a new subreddit that I've, maybe I've been to this one before, I don't really know. You know, when you do six podcasts a, a week, it's a little hard to remember exactly which ones you've been to, but we're going over to the male mental health uh, subreddit. But before we get into that, if there is anybody new here, first off, welcome. This is basically what I do. I just go to different subreddits of anything to do with mental health and give some generalized advice and try and learn something new. But I am in no, I am by no means, excuse me, a professional, as you can tell by that uh, little sentence mis uh, mishap right there. Uh, so feel free to take my advice with a grain of salt or uh, feel free to use it in your life however you see fit. <clears throat> so, you know, I was uh, kind of, uh, usually before I do these things, I end up uh, kind of screening them somewhat, you know, trying to figure out like, uh, you know, obviously I try, uh, I've tried to, to stop cursing as much on this channel in particular, although all my other, <laughs> I feel like all my other channels make up for that. Um, just because I know there are going to be different people listening to this. So I don't want to, uh, put anybody off by all of the swearing and whatnot. Um, but you know, here, you know, reading a couple of these, uh, it got me to thinking, about, um, you know, I just released a video on, I think it was Saturday, where I was talking about the body positivity or body acceptance movement and how that was like a, a drastic overreaction to the the diet culture uh, that, that came out where it's like, you know, if you're, if you're fat, you're completely worthless and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So there, I feel like a lot of these actions are just react, like strong overreactions to other things. So, you know, when there is, um, a lot of these are, um, re strong reactions to, uh, or sorry, so, uh, I think there's only a couple of them that are this way, but a couple of these are strong re overreactions to, you know, women, po you know, posting stuff on Reddit, which we'll get into a little bit later and kind of say, you know, saying the thing like, you know, oh, all men are garbage and stuff. And, you know, obviously I've talked about the manosphere before on this, uh, podcast before and i don't want to say every one of them is like this but there is i think sometimes a lot of the followers not that not exactly the people on there but the followers i think they start to look at women a little, like through a negative light and so uh, i think there has to be like a balance between <clears throat> these two sides of all men are trash all women are are, are you know uh worthless or, or not worth dating or you know not worth marrying all that kind of stuff um there has to be some type of balance between those two because otherwise you're going to keep getting an overreaction for an overreaction and just gets into this uh, cycle that you don't really want to be a part of especially if you want to see your society um prosper so anyway why don't we go into the first post here uh first post here says advice for feeling like a bad friend when i had depression now that my depression has substantially subsided I can't help but think of the times I was a needy friend because of my depression. I have since apologized and my friends have understood. However, some friendships seem to have suffered from uh, some damage and I don't know how to fix them. <sighs> yeah, I, that can be kind of tough just because, um, and listen, I, I, I don't want to discourage people from going to their friends for help, of course. However, um, I do want to remind people of what I talk about a lot, which is you do not want to use your friends as therapists. Um, you can lean on them and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, you can vent to them, all that, all that good stuff. But you have to also remember that a friendship, it has to be a two-way road. It can't just be one person um, supplying all of the, um, the support 
and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, there has to be some type of balance there. When, like, when you have, when, you know, give me an example, right? If you're having a conversation with a friend and they're going through something tough, um, you know, you can also, excuse me, you can also go through some of those other, uh, it, it should be like a mutual thing. It, you don't have to be a therapist for that person. You don't have to sit there and think about, you know, um, you know, like, wh- how do we fix this? How do we do that? Because, most of the time I find when my friends are venting to me, it they don't usually want like a solution. They just want somebody to listen to them. Um, but feel free, you know, and this kind of goes up to the people who are listening, right, <clears throat> to the friends, right? Uh, so th- in this case, it would be this person's friends who are listening to them. Um, feel free to use your friend. But then again, there are a lot of people who... Um, you know they have they, they they don't have as many problems as others right you know i was around some people who had a lot more problems than i did so it kind of fell on my shoulders that that ended up happening and i will be honest with you that our our relationship is a little bit damaged because of that um just hearing um it, but for me it was mostly hearing about all of this mental stuff and them not doing anything about it um i don't know i don't know if this is the same exact thing because this person sounds like they have uh, gone through the ringer, but they also have gotten to the other side. Um, so, you know, I'll take their word for that. Um, but I will, I will say this. Uh, do not, if some of your friendships have suffered, you can try and fix them, but ultimately if they can't be fixed, don't try and <clears throat> don't try and demand anything out of them, right? It's their choice whether or not they want to uh, keep going with that. It's their choice on whether or not they want to uh, continue this friendship. And listen, if they don't, it's, you know, fair play to them. Fair play to them. Um, they they do not have to be forced into a, a friendship with you. Um, but, you know, just just uh, know that you were in a bad place at that time. And to not, try, you know, not continuously blame yourself because that can end up happening too. And you don't want to you don't want to get into the cycle of, of, of um, diminishing mental health again, because what would the point of being of getting past that point, right? Um, what would the point be of, of, um, of, you know, going through all this hurt, right? Um, so yeah, it, I would just say accept what happens, you know, from now on. Um, but also don't blame yourself for, for, uh, any of these lost friendships. Okay. That, that's kind of something that, that is bound to kind of happen. It's very unfortunate because, uh, you know, in, in mental health, you want to lean on people, but you know, it, it, there is only so much some people can take and that's totally fine. So anyway, let's go over the next post here. Almost 30 and still an incel. Never thought I would make it this far. Uh, by the way, uh, for anybody that doesn't know, incel means involuntary. Uh, excuse me, involuntary celibate. So, uh, somebody who would like to have uh, sex, but it, you know, whether it be because of looks or, um, <clears throat> you know, I'm not. I, I think it's mostly either looks or lifestyle. You know, just different reasons. Um, women just aren't attracted to them, so they're they're celibate, but not by choice. So anyway says, I don't want to jinx myself, but I've somehow managed to survive this long despite wanting to, uh, think of a better way to put this, despite wanting to, uh, okay, end my life for the past 16 years. And all I can say is that even though I have less hope of not being an incel, my emotions have mellowed out. I've somewhat accepted that I'm going to die alone. I don't get as upset over uh, something bad. Being a failure is part of me. 
I'm no longer trying to change. It's like when the Joker just accepts that he is a degenerate. Sometimes you have to embrace it and just see the absurdity of life. The only thing that I struggle with is finding uh, copes to help pass the time. So you never want to get into this cycle of acceptance. So what I mean is you don't want to get into this ex the accepting um, the mediocrity of your life, right? Um, you can accept your life for what it is, and that's totally fine, right? But if your life is mediocre and you know it, you don't want to accept that. You don't want to um, – actually, let me phrase it a little bit better. How about that? Um, you can accept it for what it is now, but also realize there is more to this life, right? Um, just because you're 30, that's not – that doesn't mean that you can't uh, find a happy relationship. Um, the problem is I think that there is uh, – you know, there was this um, line, by the way, this is not a spoiler, okay, this is said very early in the film, but um, in Spider in the newest Spider-Man movie, um, God, what's, what's that girl, uh, Zendaya's character, uh, MJ, right, she, one of the things that she says is, um, like, don't get your hopes up, because if you don't, then you won't be able to, you won't get disappointed, right, and um, I don't, you know, I feel like that is... Kind of an excuse to not. Um, it, it's kind of like it, it's like it's almost like a coping mechanism, but it's like a pre-coping mechanism. Like you have to cope with the the fact that you may lose this, or you may um, you never have this in order to uh, feel better about yourself, right? Um, and I don't completely uh, disagree with that statement i'll tell you why i i think that there is you know there's some realism right like you could uh you could make it uh with whatever you're doing you know like you know give you an example perfect example right the youtube channel and the podcasting and stuff i mean there is a real chance that this may not work out right but at the same time it that doesn't stop me from um putting my best foot forward and still expecting uh the best from me right um it's like a it's it's a little bit like a like a tightrope walk right you kind of have to um you know dangle up here in the in this sense and i i think that life i think the life can be um somewhat summed up by that tightrope walk right like there there's this um infinite abyss below but i also think that there is like a safety net below it where you know you can get up and then you can try again you can go up um, and I think that sometimes people don't want to fail because they don't know there's a safety net there or they don't know that that's not um, that's just not the end. Right. They see the abyss, but they don't see that safety net and they don't you know, they just couldn't fathom what would mean what it would mean to, to fail. Right. And so, you know, you end up making um, uh, compromises like this, like, oh, I, I, I'm I become, you know, people start to become numb to the fact that their life is, is you know, mediocre. And by the way, I'm not this isn't me throwing shots at this person I, I it's just um it's just sad to see that somebody has um gone up here and then you know when they talk about mellowed out it's more like they become numb to their situation to a certain degree now, i'm not saying they have to be freaking out and be like oh my god i'm gonna die alone and all that kind of stuff and you know i, I think it's good that they have somewhat uh, come to terms with their arrangement right now, but I don't want them to lose faith or lose hope that there is a uh, a day where they can get with somebody. See, and I, I like I said, I think you have to be very careful about you know um, 
stifling your expectations to accommodate your lack of faith in yourself. So you got to be really careful with that. Like, you know, and I think this is the, you know, I talk a lot about how confidence, you don't uh, completely need confidence, but I think confidence is a byproduct of what you do in life. So if you go to the gym, you gain confidence. If you um, go to work, you gain confidence, right? Like, like uh, there are these little things that you, that build your confidence up. I just don't think the confidence is a great catalyst or sorry, is a great um, continuing force. Like you're not always going to have confidence and you're still going to need to do things. Right. Um, but I think that this person could, uh, could, you know, use a little bit of that confidence boosting, you know, working out, lifting heavy, th- that kind of stuff. By the way, when I say lifting heavy, um, that's very subjective, right? Like some people lifting heavy is, you know, benching, 50 pounds, whereas some people might be benching 250 pounds. Um, So there's a lot of different ways to kind of do that. Um, Let me see over here. Oh, this is interesting. Oh, this is exactly what we were talking about before. So uh, next post here says, most men are, uh, let's say, crap. (laughs) I see this stuff on Reddit all the time, not in fringe subreds either. It's on my. It's on the mainstream ones. They're never downvoted. What the heck, mods? Uh, by the way, mods are the ones that uh, run the the subreddits. From what I, by the way, I know I'm I'm explaining like some like really simple stuff probably to most of you. I don't even know half of this stuff. I had to like learn it as I went along. Uh, anyway, it says uh, this is what the, the post that uh, says that uh, he's talking about. It says I kept running into um, crap men who just wanted to hook up or that were not narcissistic. I mean, and then this is the reply to it. I mean, that's the majority of men. Have you considered dating women? So the problem here is, um, the the problem. Well, let, let's let's address the the um, seemingly a woman uh, comment over here. So the problem is that we have normalized hooking up. Now, if you guys are you know into hooking up, that is totally fine. I don't think you should be uh, judged. And I think that's the problem with it, right? Because I hear a lot of women talk about this now. Like, as as they get a little bit older, they only find men who want to hook up, right? And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But at the same time, like, as I've gotten older, I've noticed that I don't really want, I'm not really super into the hookups anymore. Um, I've never hooked up with a girl anyway. But, um, you know, but I, I think it's been a lot easier to just stop myself from getting into that hookup culture. Um, as I got older, because I want to settle down. But the problem is also, you know, I grew up and, dude, like Planned Parenthood, all these other things, not, you know, not making this like a political thing. But, um, you know, when I was in high school, you know, they were always talking about like, oh, yeah, you're gonna, you know, it's okay to try things, it's okay to do this, okay to do that. And, you know, I grew up and knowing, like, I mean, you know, through hearing through the grapevine, all these hookup stories and, you know, all the, and it was weird because, uh, and you know, if you're a female out there, maybe you can let me know what, what this is, but there were a lot of women who felt really empowered by hooking up. Like I, I didn't, I didn't really think there was a problem with it. And then all of a sudden, you know, these women are, you know, some of these women are looking at men like, Oh my God, you just want to hook up. What's wrong with you? It's like, well, I grew up thinking that was like normal. Like, is that not, uh, normal, you know, it, it's very strange to me to see things go one way. Cause that was supposed to be the thing, right? The emancipation for, for women is, 
um, to not judge them for hooking up. But now we're judging guys for wanting to hook up, right? So it's very, very strange uh, double standard that I've gone. And so um, saying that that's the majority of men is is kind of what I'm talking about is um, you, you can't look at a couple of examples and just assume that you're going to find that uh, over and over again. Same thing with uh, men. We can't just look at these women and assume that this is all they think about, right? So, um, yeah, like I said, it's a very big overreaction. Um, yeah, li- listen, um, you don't want to spend too much time on these forums. Listen, these are all anonymous people. This is, uh, to a certain degree, I, I feel like this space is is starting or um, can start to look like Twitter, where you're just scrolling and you see some inflammatory comment about something, so you get inflamed, and then you start uh, getting into the comments. And you know, uh, actually, um, funny enough, on my Kevin Samuels video, that our reaction video, I remember, you know, or somebody just today ended up commenting and you know talking to one of these people who didn't, you know, he he said Kevin Samuels is overrated. Um, and this guy was kind of like talking about him, like, oh yeah, you're just defending. You know, you know, staying, it, it was a very strange me- message, but, you know, kind of talking about like, oh, yeah, you're just one of those defenders who defend uh, single moms and stuff. So um, which is not exactly Kevin Samuel's message, um, I should I should say. Um, but, you know, it, it, once you see somebody that disagrees with you, you it, it can start to turn into this vicious cycle of um, going out, going for the jugular instead of going for understanding. So, um you know, I, I, I'm always a big uh, proponent of listening to, to both sides. And um, although I do admit that I get a little carried away with one side, um, I, I don't know what that is. I, I think it, I feel like it's just um, uh, uh, my wanting to belong to something. So once I feel like I belong to a certain place, whether it's a political affiliation, um, a way of thinking, a religion, um, I, it, it starts to get make me feel like I belong somewhere. And I've always wanted that. And I think a little bit of that can be traced back to my father, but I won't get into, I'm not going to get into that uh, right now just because uh, there's so much more to talk about. So anyway, uh, somebody had mentioned, um, oh, that's right. Um, there's a man who mentioned or who shared a link and he was taught, he was mentioning, uh, man, I don't know if I saved the original comment here or the original post. But anyway, he had uh, he had mentioned that uh, I think it's a little bit up for here. But um, oh, yeah, this made me so mad when I saw this. What's the problem with men supporting each other? So he is responding to uh, this post on female dating strategies is what it looks like. Wow, there's a lot of people on here. Interesting. So it says, are men seriously trying to normalize erectile dysfunction now? So this is uh, this is uh, the post from that community. Um, and it, it's under the, 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 uh, they have these little flares underneath it that give you like what the, the whole thing is about. It says, uh, it's under the flare male depravity. And so I just opened Reddit without being logged in and saw men on the front page comforting each other about their ED. So in other words, erectile dysfunction and swearing it's normal. Um, what? It's not normal. It's something that happens naturally to old men whose sperm is no longer safe to to the gene pool, but not men in their teens, 20s, or and 30s. So I just want to point out, um, actually, from my uh, genealogy, my uh, one of my great great grandfathers, something like that. It, this was back then when they used to do like arranged marriages and stuff. And um, 
he was i want to say about 80 and his wife was about 18 so um it's not completely true but uh yes the from what i've heard i've heard, I've heard this from a couple doctors the the sperm is a little does have some problems i'm not going to get into the the meat of it but yes um, they're telling each other it's from poor diet and depression and that's tweaking their food and they're tweaking their food eat more lean meat bro is the answer and then this person says it's from porn how is that not obvious it's from horrific abuse to the body and mind instead of coping on reddit and with podcasts why don't they cut the, the addiction i mean they are seriously going to dis disassociate via porn for their entire prime years they're seriously choosing to normalize self-induced premature aging instead of walking away from the pixels um <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, and then this is a little edit here. Um, LOL at the all the edit, the Reddit, excuse me, cares message and threats from Kings with ED. Guys, I know you're accustomed to your Reddit fam of Coomers coddling uh, you about this kind of stuff. And I know you're feeling weirdly defensive about your precious pixels. But here's some well-intentioned advice. Kick your porn addiction while you're still young because you do have a problem. Snap out of denial and watch your entire life improve drastically. So obviously this person... Um, they did not, uh, or they're they're not exactly uh, covering their, or um, they're not exactly choosing their words very carefully. Um, so there are a couple of different things that can cause ED, you know, um, and porn porn is definitely one of them. However, it is not the only thing, and that is why, uh, and depression and anxiety can cause these things. Depression and anxiety can lead you to porn, which can also lead you to uh to erectile dysfunction there are a lot of different things also if you think about it if there is if you are depressed and you're taking a certain uh what am i trying to say here uh certain <laughs> antidepressants uh, ssris in particular uh you can uh there, is there any other antidepressants besides ssris i'm gonna have to look into that um so serotonin inhibitors uh that can also give you ed as well so there there are a couple of different things that she overlooked in this sense so I just want to point that out. Uh, but overall, her message is pretty clear to me. Like, I don't feel super attacked by it. Although, you know, the, the problem is now the problem that I do have with this is, you know, her talking about uh, men comforting each other and talking about ED. So the, the thing is, ED is a lot more normal nowadays. And I would argue, you know, the, the, to, to her point, um, it, it probably from porn the most part right and even though i did mention there are other factors that play into into effect um i would argue that most of the ed nowadays seems to be from porn um although like i said there are other factors as well and so um when you're reading something like this you never want to feel like you're uh, getting you're being attacked or you never want to want to um you, you don't want to say so if somebody attacks my idea i don't really think of that as them attacking me i just think that oh they're trying to uh you know attack my idea let me see if i can defend it and sometimes man i can't you know there are some times where i just cannot defend something i'm like wow i've i learned something new uh and so you know uh, obviously it's not exactly i i think this is kind of a, a simple version of this and by the way i don't i don't agree with people uh threatening her if that's if that is what she uh if she has um or she she's telling the truth about that and all that stuff um and should we be nor uh, this is a good question right should we be normalizing or swearing that it's normal swearing that ed is normal uh no i don't think so i think we should 
uh, we should try and tell the truth as we were talking about um, on Saturday about the um, body acceptance movement, right? You don't want to just simply say like, oh yeah, obesity is, oh, actually in the U.S. it seems like it's normal because I think it's about half of the population. So to a certain degree, it is normal, but you don't want to say, you don't want to tell the, tell um, a lie, which is that's healthy, right? Like ED is not healthy. It's, it can be very uh, traumatic for your relationship with a lot of these people. So um, I ended up actually completely uh, responding to this one instead of actually saying, um, or responding to the, uh, the person here. Um, but uh, listen, I have no problem with men supporting each other, but you got to be careful about um, supporting each other and, and uh, telling each other lies. Right. Um, now, if, if, you know, like I said, there are many causes of ED, so you don't want to ju- so you don't want to, you know, you don't want to listen to this person to just think that it's only uh, porn. You know what I mean? So anyway, uh, let's see. Do I have time for one more? I think I do. Um, let's see here. Okay. So, uh, let's do finish off with this post. It's really depressing being a man. We get blamed for everything, including global warming, crime, and any problems a woman face is automatically our fault. And we, uh, we get told we're the problem with the world at a young age, all the way to adulthood. And people wonder why we kill ourselves at such high rates, uh, or kill each other at such high rates. Don't, uh, don't know, maybe being told we're monsters since childhood has something to do with men turning into monsters uh, is just one more reason to kill ourselves. Uh, let's see. Let's... Sorry, this person has some typos. Let's bit for... Let, oh, sorry, I, I see what they're trying to say. Let's not forget how society treats us if we're unattractive. We're considered to be creeps, dangerous, unstable, evil, and mean for just being unattractive. Then there's a stigma on being a lonely man. You're considered dangerous and highly unstable. All this judgment and hate men and boys have to put up with is just because we're born male. Uh, so I think there is some some truth to that, um, especially nowadays. You know, there is this movement. And what, what I was talking about before, the overreaction, right? Um, I think... I think we have to be careful about waging war on one another, especially when we need each other. I mean, men and women really do need each other. Even if you are, um, you know, gay or anything like that, like you still need women in your life. You still need men in your life um, and everything in between. So you have to be careful about uh, singling out a whole sex of people, you know, it, because the thing is, what about your brothers, your your sons, your nephews, your uncles? Are you just going, is that just, oh, all men are this, all men are that? Uh, you, you can't do that because it will, uh, it, it's basically, you know, for one thing, it's a fallacy. You know, the, I can't remember exactly which one it is. I believe it's a fallacy of composition. So you basically, you look at one little thing. So the example I always got was if you look at, um, so you, you say uh, cells are invisible to the naked eye. And since humans are made up of cells, we therefore we are invisible to the naked eye. That's not true, right? So it's the same thing with men. Um, you know, what about the men who put those men behind bars? Are those men, you know, terrible as well? You know, I was just watching, um, oh, this was a couple of weeks ago, but I was watching the uh, Netflix documentary about the Night Stalker, uh, serial killer in L.A., the LA area. And, you know, there was a, a, you know, good detectives trying to put that man away who had families and everything. So, you know, uh, you, you don't want to completely 
single out an entire gender because uh, I don't think that's fair to all the other ones. Um, and, you know, I, I don't think we should be encouraging, even though I, I, I believe that I may, I may have to a certain degree. Um, maybe, maybe. I, I, I have to look back at some of my videos because it's been a while since I actually viewed them. Um, but yeah, you know, I understand the overreaction to this kind of stuff, but you never want to completely overreact. But I, I understand what this person is saying, though, because, um, yeah, I've, I've been, definitely been, you know, told that I was pri I had like male privilege a lot of my life, you know, and I, I get that. I, I get the idea. Right. Like I can walk out. I can walk at night by myself and all that kind of stuff. But then there are the other times where, you know, <laughs> um, you know, if you don't help a woman, you're looked at as a, as a jerk. And, you know, the other idea where this person had mentioned where, you know, if you're ugly, you're seen as a creep. I've definitely had that uh, uh, kind of connotation applied to me. So but, you know, listen, women, you have to go through their own stuff. And I'm not even going to go through it because, you know, <laughs> um, it, it's pretty numerous. So. Um, I, I just say let, let bygones be bygones and just accept the fact that we need each other. Um, but anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this one. Uh, definitely a lot of controversial stuff on here, but um, hopefully it wasn't uh, too much for any of you guys. Uh, remember, you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the description box down below. Also, if you'd like to email me, you can email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.